Hi, everybody. Welcome back to King Dummies. It's been a while, but we're glad to have you back. My name is Evan, with, as always, Adam and Jesse today. Hello. Hey, hey. So today we're going to be talking about, well, we're starting at Chapter 189 in Kingdom. Uh, before we get into that, though, what, what have you what have you two been doing? Have you have you been? Let's let's tell let's tell the folks at home how we've been. I've uh, been pretty good. Finished school, so that's always nice. That's good. That's Congratulations, good. big guy. Hey, thanks. Let's all let's all clap. I'm clapping on my leg. Wow. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate I'm give, that. I'm, I'm giving you a little golf clap. I don't know if you can hear it. I can. It sounds lovely. Thank you so much for all the um, love and support. I was clapping on my leg. Did you hear that? I was clapping on my leg. I did. Thank you for that, Jesse. I, it's like you're making me laugh, and I'm proud of you. Ah, I'm glad I can make the, the, the people laugh. Oh man, I mean me, I've been pretty shitty. I've just been having to sit at home cuz uh your boy caught the vid. Uh, so, I've just been sitting in 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 my room for like almost 2 weeks, like a week and a half or so. COVID but, dummy. Yeah, nice. nice. That's pretty good. I mean, me personally, I haven't had any symptoms or anything, so that's that's good. That's, you know, at least there's that, but yeah, Still, can't can't do anything. I don't want to give it to anybody. So, fuck. Been boring as hell. <laughs> but at least you can catch up on all that reading, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've been I've been watching a lot of speed runs of Jorah's Mask lately. So <clears throat> nice. Dude, nice, nice. I've been playing some Breath of the Wild again lately. Actually. Nice. And only game I've ever put over 200 hours in between a normal file and a master mode file. And I've got to say, man. Oh, you didn't there's... put 200 hours into Final Fantasy 15? No, pretty, clo pretty close, though. I definitely was around like 130 or something oh, like that. Okay. I, I feel like that was the first game that I put over a hundred hours into. And then I was like, Oh, I could probably do this a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, breath of the wild, man, people out there say that there's nothing to do in that game. And I played for about an hour the other night and I was just nonstop doing things. So I don't, I don't know where that argument comes from. I don't get it. I love that game to death. Dude, that game is so, it's so good, man. Um, it's like honestly one of the better open world games ever made. Probably the best open world, and the sequel is going to be fantastic. I feel like the people who say there's nothing to do are just like boring. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like th those are boring people. Then, yeah, yeah, because there's like literally. I mean, it's all it's a lot of the same stuff that you do in that game, but. It's it's not like a, you know, it's it's like a relaxing kind of thing. Yeah, I mean the gameplay loop. There's repetition in every single video game. It's all about how the loop goes around. You know what I mean? And dude, there's always 
something different to do. Like you can do something different, like 15 times a new thing. And then before, before it like repeats or whatever, or like, and then as you go along, there's a, like Korok seeds that you're just finding that are like fun and interesting. I don't know, man. I love it. See, the Korok seeds are actually kind of like, I think that's like one of the things I don't like about the game. Like they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have those. Those things kind of fucking suck. <laughs> and well, then when well, you find all of them, the, 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 uh, the, the reward you get is just such bullshit. <laughs> well, like it's literally, something, it's something shit for sure. Like, like, dude, why, why do that to the people who have spent so much time trying to find every single one? You know. Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, I I never got nine hundred of them, uh, but I think that there's so many there. So that like you don't have to get all of them in order, like like everybody can play the game a different way, and get different ones and still max out your inventory or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Kind of this kind of the same thing with like all the the fact that there's over eight hundred moons in Mario Odyssey. It's like kind of the same thing. You only need like whatever five hundred to really beat the game, or even less than that to first beat Bowser. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. I think it's less than five hundred for sure. Cause I mean, it's been a while since I played that too. But uh, yeah, I don't remember getting five hundred. Uh, for like the last world, if that's what you need. Oh, well, I stand corrected, or rather, I sit because I'm laying on my couch right now. <laughs> so you lay. I lay corrected. Um, well, all right. You guys want to talk about some, some Kingdom this week? All or are we right. just going to talk about Nintendo games? I figured this is when we just tell everyone we've become a video game review podcast. Mm-hmm. Nintendummies. Next time, we'll be talking about Metroid Prime. So, strap in, everybody. So, we're starting today off on Chapter 189. And starts off with a really cool shot of Shin on the first page. Pretty dope. Um, a lot of this chapter is just um, like explaining about how the invasion of Wei is going to go. Because, you know, the last little few chapters that we had ex- like showed how Riboku came to Shin. They made an alliance to not fuck each other over while Shin goes into Wei. Um, and in this arc, we get to see a lot more of Hakuro. Get to see like what his deal is. Good old Mogo, one of the better characters, one of the best generals. Um, maybe not like the best uh, skill wise, but just one of the better characters. I mean, hmm. um, that so we find out quickly that the Hishin units at the front of General Mogo's army, and they're all hyped up about it. Um, but at the same time, fucking Ohan. Is also and the Goku Hose and at the front as well. Um, these guys really piss me off. This arc, uh, just because like they're just they're just such assholes. Mm-hmm. And in this chapter, we have a little bit of a back and forth where they're like, "Ah, oh, you guys, you he should you know you're just ants that are biting off more than you can chew." And Shin's just like, "Yeah, fuck you guys. We're gonna do better than you. Whatever." Um, so, 
also in this chapter we get Kyokai's recognition that she needs to like sort out a few things and after this campaign you know she'll be doing her own thing for a little bit uh, she can't just leave you know but so the army approaches the city of Koro um, and they surround it on four sides um, and the Hishin unit's worried about some uh, some stuff Hey, I want to point something out. Um, on page nine here, when it starts breaking into how the army is formed and everything, there's all this narration going on. And then in the bottom left, there's a character who, like, talks to the narrator. He's like, hm, obviously, you know, we're the best unit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because what the Hishin's worried about is That's the fact funny. that they're near the front, but the Gyokuho is at the very front. Um. And, you know, the narrator's like, oh, yeah, it's because they're the, considered to be the most promising unit in the entire army. And, yeah, I didn't even notice this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that, funny. That made me laugh. And um, I'll, I'll say it now. I felt like this arc that we read was like the funniest kingdom has been so far. I don't know if you guys felt that way. You think? In like, in like yeah, in like really quirky ways, you know, like some interesting kingdom humor going on with like side characters like that commenting on things a lot. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I haven't even noticed. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to point out like things that made me laugh as we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please do. Um, but so at this point, you know, like they're, they're all like, they're all pissed off. The Gyokuho's um, ahead of them. Um, but some guy pulls up and he's just like, yeah, relax, take it easy. There's still a while, you know, don't worry about it. And Shin's like, who the fuck is this? Um, and he's the leader of the Gakukai unit, who's supposedly, there's like another 300 man. But like, they're rumored to be like as strong as like a thousand man unit. And somehow the guys in the Hishin unit all recognize the name of the unit, but Shin doesn't even heard of him before. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of um, weird, right? Yeah. So we, we get this guy's name. His name is Moten. Um, and he's a cool guy. He uh, Shin shakes his hand, and I like how Kyokai and him both telepathically are like, oh, wow, Dude, this guy's really talented. He's super skilled. <laughs> Just from like <laughs> both looking at him and also shaking his hand. But he also wants to be a great general to have. So moving forward from the store, we have Shin, we have Ohan, and we got Moten. Those are like the three young dudes that are trying to become great general. Um, I also like how at the at the on page sixteen, his retainer is like, "Oh yeah, I didn't know you were aiming to be a great general," and he's just like crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, Moten kind of plays it off, but that's definitely some BS. He definitely wants to. Right. Um, and then, yeah, so at the end of this chapter, they get to the city and they surround it on all four sides. It's a pretty cool shot. I like how they're all split up and surrounding it. Um, so the next pit chapter, uh, chapter 190, I really like how this shot on the second page of... Uh, them looking up at the tower, or at, rather at the walls. Pretty cool shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it's gotta be pretty intimidating because like this is like an army especially shin i don't think he's ever really sieged city before no i don't think so the closest would be like kanyo right but they were able to get inside of it pretty easily right and he's like a country bumpkin so like He's seen these walls like these before, but he's not used to it. And, like, seeing it as something that he now has to, like, get over, it's probably pretty fucking intimidating, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Because it's, like, one thing to walk up and see a city wall, but then it's another thing to do it while you're sieging it. Right. Well, you know, they got all the, the arrows and shit and the rocks falling right. down at them. And you got to climb up a ladder that, like, goes directly straight up there's like no angle on this ladder it is just a straight shot up (laughs) Um, yeah i actually have written in my notes that um throughout this chapter we're gonna find out that this wall is the greatest enemy yet with the way that shin talks (laughs) about it and the commanders even talk about it and stuff and oddly enough that ends up coming back in later chapters in a way that's almost a little cheesy I don't know if you guys know what I'm really talking about. I think but, I do. Uh, is is yeah. it a hint to some sort of cheese related it's thing? A, it's a wheel of cheese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get to it. Um, but dude, in the next page, um, imagine like like standing back and seeing that wave of arrow just like coming at you. That shit's fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not for nothing. I would absolutely... Uh, you know how, like, Shin and them are, like, at the walls, but they never really climb up these ladders? Yeah. That's, like, I would be doing the same shit. Like, I'd be like... Yep, just no. standing there. <laughs> right, okay, you guys keep going. No, it's cool. Go ahead. You can go in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would hang out underneath some bodies if I could. Right. Just, like, I, I don't want to die. This looks like a certain death. Um, I also, I, I'm really not a fan of how everyone's like, what? There were archers behind the walls. Like, right. What did you fucking people expect? Right. Chin monkeys, man. Goddamn chin monkeys. So everybody in the, in the chin army is freaking out except for Mogo. Um, who's just like, yeah, it's fine. Tell, don't worry about, um, <laughs> Like, like everybody's like the Western Army's lines have collapsed. Uh, all this stuff, is, all these people have taken casualties. What do we do? What do we do? And he's just like, oh yeah, tell all the commanders not to mink- forget to mingle with the troop and check on on the units. <laughs> 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 it's like, what the fuck is this? Uh, so at night, the Shin units like. They're all commiserating. They're like, "What the fuck? That was ridiculous. We can't do anything. What is? The, what are we doing?" Uh, and Moten shows up, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Hakuro is not the type of dude that'll come up with any crazy plans or whatever. He's gonna do this siege by the books, and he's legitimately just gonna fucking sit around and wait for the city to buckle." Mm-hmm. And Moten was totally right, you know. Uh, and ten days later, the situation is the same. Um, now this shit pisses me off, right? <laughs> because the it, the Gyokuho manages to pull up, I guess, from behind uh, the lines a uh, 
well, first what they do is they bring a bunch of horses full of like just bramble and stuff to the uh, to the walls and set it on fire to make a smoke screen. Through that smoke screen, they bring forward a giant siege tower, <laughs> and the shot of the siege tower is pretty great. Um, page fifteen. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you know what I have written in my uh, in my notes here. What's stronger than a wall? A building. <laughs> uh, That's funny. That's but like, good. dude, like this shit would not have happened if Ohan wasn't a fucking rich prissy boy. Like, fuck you, dude. I mean, like, good for you that you were able to. And the siege, basically, but like, fuck you! Like, this shit would not have happened if you weren't super rich already. Um, true, true. Although I will have to say, the shit that they pull off in the next chapter is pretty dope. Um, they get to the top of the of the wall finally. Uh, page four, we have Ohan stabbing some people, and I think that's really dope. I like. The, the little, like, flesh movements on the throats there. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I think, uh... <clears throat> yeah, that was the panel I was on. There's, like, another panel. Oh, yeah, page, uh, six. Just, like, everyone's getting fucking stabbed in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mouth and the eye and and the jug. Old jug. I like their look on, on Ohan's dude's faces. <laughs> They're just ready to kill, dude. They look a bit so, mad. They look a bit angry. So they're up there. They're killing people. And I like how from Motan can just tell from from he can tell from so far away two things. The first thing is that the the Gyokuho's units are like super strong, but also that the enemy generals are mad. That he apparently you can hear them raging from there. It's like how the fuck can you tell from so far away right, both of it, those things? Right, right. Yeah, I mean if they're like on page nine, <laughs> like look how fuck look at their view. I would assume that's what their view is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How could you fucking tell what's happening up there? You can't. You just can't. You can't. Uh, and how he's just trying to sound smart. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> he actually can't. He's just making himself sound cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, even though they're they're tearing shit up on the walls, they're, uh, they're kind of in a bad position. And even, even old Hakuro's like, oh, hopefully he doesn't die up there. Um, but their plan is basically to fight their way to a point right above the gate um, then kind of rope on down to the gate from the top of the wall and open it up and where they have cavalry waiting on the outside um, and they do that but when they open it up <laughs> it's Moten and the Gakuka um, I love uh, on page 18 he just says Yahoo! <laughs> no exclamation point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, page 18 yeah page 18 because he opens it up <laughs> yeah. he comes riding through you get ohon's like k -k 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 face um and then <laughs> yahoo 
Um, so once that happens, the city basically falls like about it very quickly, like within like a few minutes. <clears throat> I like the shot of on page two of the Gakuka in the center of the city and Moten just standing there on top of the, this building. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Ohon and then the, uh, Gakuka were pretty pissed off because they kind of stole their glory. Um, but Ohon's like, ah, shut up. This is enough. Like, they, they, it's, it's our fault for being overtaken by them in the first place. Um, and this is the first time we get to see all three of these guys, like, together in the same spot. Um, and Ohon kind of talks to Moten kind of like he would, like, at the pier, but he's still talking down to Shin, like, he uh like he doesn't matter, you know. Calls him calls a loser him a loser and everything. Well, um, is he wrong? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Loser. 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 Well, I've loser. I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, Shin makes the point like, uh. What the fuck was that? Pulling out something like that. If we had something like that, then we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We would have been able to break the seas just like you. And which is so fucking true. Like, but Oha makes the point. Like, I, I, I used the siege tower because I had one. Don't make a big deal out of it. Um, which is kind of shitty. Pretty shitty because he's just a rich boy. Like, it, it just makes boy. me mad. Uh, but while they're talking, they realize that the town's, like, getting set on fire. Um, and Shin rushes over to where it's happening. And he finds, like, the Chin forces, like, just slaughtering civilians and stuff. Uh, which I'm glad they actually go through this, because uh, it's something that they don't really talk about too much in Kingdom. Uh-huh. Um, at least on the Chin side. Um, and this is a pretty, pretty brutal scene, you know? Like, there's a lot of, like, just murdering happening of like women and children and old people and stuff um i really like chin's face on page 10 at the bottom there uh, <laughs> he looks like oki in this in this page yeah i could see that um so shin's like gonna stop them from doing it but ends like dude can't do that if you're if you if you hurt them, like, you're going to get executed. Like, you know, this is the reality of warfare. We can't do anything about it. Um, but Shin's all pissed off about it. But, and, you know, reaches out to the captain of the unit that's over there. It tells him to knock it off. And the guy's like, are you fucking stupid? I'm a thousand-man commander, and, like, I lost a lot of dudes in this shit. Like, these are our rights to war. And he just kills some kid. And Shin sees that and he just charges at him. And he almost kills the dude, but he stops at just slicing his neck open a little bit. <laughs> but Moten stops cut. him. Moten's, no, Moten stops him and he's like, Shin, don't do that. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, if he does do that, then everything he, he fought for is going to disappear. 
Um, and he yes. says, you know, does your, does your conviction to become a great general weigh on much? Uh, stop Shin for a second. Uh, but this guy Rando's kind of like uh, baiting him. But Shin eventually lowers his sword. And he, but he tells him, like, yeah, you guys are going to stop. And the guy's like, no, nah, I'm not going to stop. Are you fucking stupid? We're not going to stop that. And he kicks him away, and he goes to stab him. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, dude, like, he just he just backed away from you. And, like, this whole conversation was about, we shouldn't kill our allies or else we'll all get in trouble. And then he kicks him away, and he's about to fucking stab him back. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> But uh, Shin kills this dude, uh, counters, and he's just like, this is fucking stupid. Like, who cares? Like, everyone else is doing it. Like, I'm not going to do this shit. None of my men in the unit's going to do any of this shit. Uh, doesn't matter uh, if I get in trouble or not. Like, this is the right thing to do. If you're going to, you know, he makes the point, like, if you're going to ignore acts like these just because you're afraid of being punished then what the fuck kind of a great general of the heavens are you and the Houston units just cheering like <laughs> I think some of my favorite parts of this arc is when Shin does something or something happens to Shin and we just get a reaction shot of all like the captains <laughs> in the Houston unit and they're just like fanboying out for him yeah I do love this page page 7 page 7 yeah um, what Evan? What Evan was just talking about there? Also, that guy isn't dead. Right. Well, yeah. Right. We find that out. Right. But they they say at this point they say you know oh they killed the captain, but like to um, be fair you know everyone does it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, so Shin gets like court martialed a little bit. He. And like the the men of the unit are like, what the fuck? He's not he's not gonna get in trouble. Like he'd cut down a thousand man commander, and he's just and they're like, he's not unpunished. He's being confined for one night. <laughs> um, and they say like, oh yeah, Rando struck him first, which is totally bullshit. Did not. Uh, so he was forced to retaliate and received a lighter punishment. And uh, these guys are gonna get actually in trouble for barbarously murdering all these people for no reason. Um, we find out, you know, through the conversation that they have with, that Moten has with Ohan that it was basically Moten pulling the strings behind the scenes to uh, get Shin out of trouble on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Cool thing to Thanks, do. Thanks, um, And we get the conversation, you know, or like, apparently... Moten really likes this guy named Shin. Uh, he's straightforward. He's as straight as an arrow shot from a bow. He says. Um, and Ohan says, like, even if he has the conviction, an idiot's still an idiot. Uh, his starting point's so low that it's almost fatal to his advancement. And Moten's like, is what you're saying. But in truth, you're actually thinking, oh, he's going to become a surprisingly strong rival in the future, isn't he? And I love that moment um, because, like, every point up till now that we've seen with Ohan, he's just been a dickhead because he's just been interacting with Shin and he's just been an asshole. But he actually talks to Moten like an actual peer does. 
So that's nice. We actually get to see him not being a complete douchebag for five seconds. And on page 12, we get the, the um, iconic shot of the inner ear of Ohan. Top yeah. <laughs> we, get a, we, get a little, <laughs> we get a little bit of Motens as well. He only has, he only has one ear crest. But, but you know, the real iconic... The O family three. Right. The O family triple ear. Trip ear. Trip ear. Trip ear. Um, so is Kyokai killing like the dudes that are like killing people? I'm guessing, right? That's what I That's would what assume, right? She looks pretty mad. Yeah. So she sa- saves this pair of uh, little sisters. Um, she finds Shin locked up, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, <laughs> it's like, don't have you been paying attention to this whole chapter, Kyokai? <laughs> Can you read? Can you fucking read, Kyokai? Um, Can you fucking like, read, Kyokai? <laughs> it sounds like fucking Tommy <laughs> Chong. Can you fucking read, Kyokai? I was going for that dude that makes scary videos. He talks like that. He's like, in this shot, we see two girls. (laughs) Oh, what's the... Is it like fives or something? Yeah, yeah. He does like top five lists of shit, too. Yeah. Makes sense. In this video, you see a chupacabra <laughs> the fucking <Reapers>. a little pig. <laughs> the Reapers. <laughs> you want my PDA? <laughs> Damn throwback. Oh, man. As so, I have family in Pinal. <laughs> oh, dude, let's not, even get, let's not even get started on that. Uh, uh, I felt bad about that. All right, so to everybody listening, ask like, what the fuck are we talking about? Just Cause Two has is placed in an island called Panal, and we told this one really gullible kid in high school that like, oh, North Korea was sending in like they nuked Panal, <laughs> and like we were invading them with like satellite drop pods. And, like, we're, you know, like, ODST style. <laughs> That's how we were invading North Korea. And this dude was like, oh, dude, really? Like, dude, I've got family near Panal. Because he was, like, he was, like, like Southeast Asian. Yeah, he's and, Filipino. And I was, I, that made me actually feel kind of bad. Because I knew the kid was gullible. But, like, when he said that, I was like, dude. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Uh, well, anyway, let's continue forward here. Uh, Shin spends the night in jail. Uh, at the last part of this chapter, we see the King of Wei, and he's like talking to some unknown character at this point. He's like, oh, Shin mongrels encroach upon our lands. I guess the Wei call them mongrels rather than monkeys, like everybody else does. Uh, but he's cool. Because he's got Renpa, who's a member of the Zhao's Three Great Heavens. And we get to see Renpa for the first time at the end of this chapter. And he looks dope as fuck. He looks like a tiger slashed him in the face. He looks like Uh, a tiger. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
So in this next chapter, iconic Oki nose too. That scrunched ass Oki nose. Yeah. The only thing he's missing is the lips, and he'd look exactly like Oki would. Basically, for the most part. Yeah, except for the bushy eyebrows. He's got my bushy eyebrows. Dude, I mean, I think. God. And I was gonna say, like, I think we mentioned in one of the previous episodes that. Everybody kind of looks like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, I didn't want to be the guy that said it. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. That what we were talking about. They have different face or uh, they have different hair, like facial and hair, hair. And they just got <laughs> some scars. But other than that, they look basically the same. Definitely, man. Definitely. So man. in this next. In this next chapter, we uh, we get a little bit of a flashback to uh, like the same time period as the the first campaign arc. Hey, can I point something out real quick on uh, page one, the title page? I really uh-huh. like his clothes have like um, flowers on them, mm-hmm. but it's just like a different shade of screen tone or like what, just white. Yeah, just white. That looks really uh, nice. Yeah, is that what that is? Oh yeah, yeah it's like, like leaves, leaves like or leaves. something. Mm-hmm. Some pot leaves, bruh. No, dude. Dead sack. Rempa blazes, bruh. Dude, Rem's pot, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yes. Nice, dude. Dude, nice. That was. Would epic. you believe that Rempa from the fourth <laughs> century BC? Was the first person to smoke marijuana. No yeah. way, dude. Rio Fui's definitely smoking pot. Oh, dude, he's definitely blazing. <laughs> kidding me? He's smoking opium. He's smoking pot. He's fucking. He's doing dabs. <laughs> he's actually kind of got a problem. He needs to fucking chill out. Yeah. Well, you remember when he was when he was fucking Say's mom and he had a blunt in his mouth and he was like, "Bitches, be shopping." <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Bitches be shopping. He did say that. What is that from? Is that Eric Andre? No. Well, that's that, well, I mean, not necessarily, but I that there is that funny scene when Hannibal is the host, and that's his opener. And oh the yeah, goes yeah, wild yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, Beginner's luck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. Hey, is that really what it's from, though? I thought it was from something else. Yeah, well, no, totally well, not is. Necessarily, it's kind of just like I think it's kind of just like a making fun of comedian style joke. Oh no! You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Like, oh, bitch, like <laughs> oh, bitches be shopping or or whatever. You know, bitches be shopping. You know, Jesse. I, mean? I honestly have no fucking clue what you're trying to get at right now. <laughs> I think it's like like a comedian style joke. I you know? think it's like a street joke or something. <laughs> like just like an old like joke that's used around like everywhere. You know what I mean? I guess so. I think I mean, so. I've so I've googled it and pretty much it's always like something about Harold Burris saying it. So yeah, hmm. and, and and like one song. <laughs> Uh-huh. How about um How about um, How about uh how about the one the one sketch when they're uh, they walk up to like just random people walking around and they have like a bunch of people pretending to be uh like reporters and stuff and they'll just be, walk up to them and be like excuse me, excuse me, excuse me ma'am 
is it true? <laughs> you guys remember that? You remember that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Animal and, shows and up at the end. He's like the this lawyer. Is, yeah, he's like, my client won't be taking questions at this time. Yeah, that's a great skit. Yeah, I like the one, one where they get. Um, is it Joey Coco Diaz? Is that who it is? They get they get this like Italian actor. I'm pretty sure his name. It's is probably Joey. him. I think yeah, it's Joey Diaz. That's a that's a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Joey Diaz, and they have the dude come out. And so it's Joey Diaz has like his own line of like salsa or like red sauce. It's probably red sauce. That makes more sense. Uh, like. <laughs> And uh, he has he has like an intern come out completely nude and dip his like dick into the fucking <laughs> sauce. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets really offended, right? He gets really mad because it's his fucking sauce. <laughs> Dude, that show is genius. Dude. I've only seen clips of the latest season, unfortunately, but I want to sit through and like watch. The entire thing. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the new season except for like one opening. All right, we we've got sidetracked enough. Hmm. Um, so we're on chapter one ninety four right now. Um, we get a little flashback to the time period of Shin's first campaign. At the same time, the Battle of the Dakon Plains was happening. Another battle was happening. Zhao shoulder soldiers against fellow Zhao soldiers, and that was an engagement between Renpa, who we just met, and this other guy named Kakujo. Um, and this on page four is an awesome shot of Renpa. Uh, I like how he's smiling on the side here, and this guy's head is just completely mauled, flying mm-hmm. past him. Um, he's also slicing up five dudes in one shot, which is pretty cool. Um, so Gakujo is like, oh, yeah, don't panic. I know how fucking Rempo works. I've worked with him for 20 years. Um, so on page six, we get, you know, the backstory of, like, the, the new king of Zhao has come to the throne, and he's pretty much a scumbag, and Renpa has always kind of, like, told him to get his shit together. Um, but he never listened, so that made him hate Renpa. So because of this, as soon as like he was, he ascended to the throne, he stripped Rimpa of his rank, which is really ridiculous. And one of the first instances we get to see of this Zhao king being a fucking degenerate. Um, and it was rejected by Rimpa, so he sent this 50,000 strong army by Gakujo to basically, you know, bring him back to the capital. Um... So they fight, even though Renpa is completely outnumbered. Uh, he fought, he makes it to Gakujo's base camp, uh, who then surrenders. I actually, I'm a really big fan on page eight and nine, where they're like, oh yeah, we killed Renpa. Like, we did it, we did it, guys. And then I'm literally the exact, and then next page, he's, <laughs> he's, bought, he's sliced off all of his commanding officers' heads and it's like right behind him. <laughs> And um, even like the next panel on page ten, mm-hmm. it goes to fucking slice his neck. Stop. Yeah. Him. Pretty cool. Yeah, which is nice of him to do. You know, gives him the chance to yield. I would have yielded. 
Yeah, I would have too. Look at this fucking guy. He's literally a tiger. Tony the tiger. <laughs> I don't want to fight against a serial mascot. What would you Specific do if Tony the tiger walked up to you with a glaive ready <laughs> to cut your head off? The worst thing that could happen would be if Chester Cheetah and Tony the Tiger ever joined forces. Then we would all be dead. The apocalypse would be <laughs> upon us. <laughs> so, alright. Um, they have this conversation. Uh, we're basically Rempa's like ditching Zhao. And Gakujo's like, really, you're going to do that? He's like, I don't give a shit. I want to fight. Like, that's all I want to do. Um, plus, the Zhao King's a fucking loser. Like, he's a degenerate fucking idiot. And I don't want to deal with the shit. So he left. He went away. Uh... Hasn't fought in three years. Um, but he's coming out of his retirement or his semi-retirement. He's coming out of his cage. Yeah. Because he's, he's a tiger, and they're letting him loose out of his cage. And <laughs> just fine. Um, the last two pages, we get to meet his four heavenly kings. Um, Rinko is, I think, the most important one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he tells Rinko to do his thing, ride on ahead, kill any officers he finds. Um and he's like, oh, yeah, you can hand over your 3,000 soldiers, so take them. He's like, no, nah, I'm okay. I'll just need 300 dudes, which is pretty fucking crazy if you think about it. Because, I mean, he's going straight into their the enemy lines with just 300 dudes. Yeah, how does he do it? How does Stealth he do it? Stealthily. Well, they never really um, explain it. He kind of just shows up. Kills yeah. Kills a bunch of people and then leaves. Yeah, he just does it. Um, the next chapter goes back to the Chin perspective, or the Chin side, um, where they're sieging the city of Kinrikan, or Kinrikan. Kinrikan. Um, where the Gyokuho's using their siege tower again, but, <laughs> and the fucking, com the lieutenant of the Gyokuho's like, don't go climbing other people's siege towers like that. This fucking needs to happen. <laughs> Um, so they're they're climbing the Gyokuhos, and Shin's like, this, this tower belongs to everybody. Uh, this is the actually the first uh, instance of communism in history. Wow. 464 BC. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Proletariat Shin over here. Yeah. He seizes the means of climbing these walls. <laughs> <laughs> so they need they need to uh, get credit for something in this campaign. So they they just storm up the tower, take the walls. Um, the chief, and he's like, <clears throat> nice. He's like yells <laughs> down to people like, "Come on, fucking come up here, you idiots! Don't just stand there and watch." But they get told not to do that because, like, the tower can only hold so many. Whew. Excuse me, my goodness, can only hold so many people. Wow. Um, and so the Hishin unit quickly gets boxed in. Uh, 
but the Hishin unit monster strength trio of Shutetsu, Ryusen, and Denyu breaks up the, all this heavy infantry. Um, and the Gakuka and the and the Gyokuho are watching the Hishin unit work, and even the Gyokuho is like, holy shit, these guys are ballers. Like they're killing. You know. Um, especially Shin and Kyokai. And Moten's like specifically like, and that lieutenant is bad news. Because <laughs> Kyokai's the best character. Bad news. Uh, in this on page five, does Kyokai kill how many people here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven dudes in one shot. Pretty impressive. I think that's a that's a new record for Kyokai. Um, Pretty impressive. <laughs> so, uh, the Hishin unit's gonna do the same exact shit as the uh, the Gyokuho did, and they basically stole their plan. Moten finds it really fucking funny. Um, so, but instead, they kind of fuck it up because <laughs> Shin, Shin, Shin like jumps way too early and just comes like to the outside, and somehow Ryusen just drops the ball, or rather, drops the rope. Yeah, it's burning uh, the fuck out of his hands. Yeah, which is which funny because is... I, I thought of that when the when the Ohon unit did that, and but but it's funny seeing them fail here because it's like they are way less prepared than the other unit was. You know what I mean? Yeah, way like not less in front prepared. of the gate at all. Not <laughs> and, even close. Um, and yeah, uh, Ryusen, that's Ryusen, right? Yeah, uh, him dropping Shin made me L L O L Evan. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like literally laugh out loud. Oh, uh, literally laugh out loud, brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Shin's caught like a rat in a trap, but luckily, uh, the Southern Army comes and is broken through already. Um, and they save his his butt. Uh, this this thousand man, uh, unit led by this guy named Kakubi. Um. Who's apparently the the big name of of the army, and he's finally made his appearance. So later that night, the Shin and the Hishin unit celebrating and everything. Um, and like they're saying, like even though it was basically dumb luck, they still like were able to kill some famous Way Commanders unit that they killed. So they got some, uh, they got some uh, prestige for that. Um, but as they're celebrating, some ominous-looking fella pops up, and it's Kakubi himself, who basically saved Shin's life before. And he's like, oh, I heard you're a, you were a servant, weren't you? And he's like, yeah, ever since I heard about that, there's something I wanted to tell you. And, and Shin's like, what the, what is it? What the fuck is it? Let's hear it, bitch. <laughs> um... But Kakubi's like, yeah, I, me too. I was once a servant, and I got adopted, and now I'm in the soldier cast. And he's like, basically telling Shin, like, it's impressive what you're doing. Like, you're so young, but you're like a 300 man commander. Just generally being a good guy. Um, he commends him for cutting down Rando for killing all those fucking dudes or civilians, you know. Um, and he's basically encouraging Shin to just keep doing what he's doing. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Shin, we're not going to lose to those in the Noble cast, right? Uh, just keep moving forward. He's like, I'll see you guys later. And he walks off. Um, and, you know, Bihei somehow heard from Moten 
<laughs> he he converses with Votan, I guess, a lot. Uh, <laughs> that Thousand Man Commander Kakubik is like the man closest to becoming a general out of all the young military officers because he's that much of, of a bad. Um, and he's already part of General Mogo's inner circle. And at the bottom of the page, he you know he he's walking away and he gets you know a moment please thousand man commander Kakobi somebody gets his attention and he just gets his head sliced off Jesse what was your reaction to this i mean adam you knew this was going to happen of course but what did you expect this to happen hell nah in fact this this happening actually made me go back and write some more notes than i originally wrote for this chapter i wrote Kakubi, thousand man leader he was also a war orphan had a hard childhood Rooting for Shin. Very nice guy. Everyone likes him. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. Just like Piano. Really, really fucking sad, man. You literally he was just, a cool guy. You literally described Piao to the T. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Piao. Piao. Pio. No, Piao. <laughs> yeah, it's Piao. Piao. Pio. Pio. Um... But this shot of Rinko slashing his head off, like, at on at first it looks like maybe he just cut his throat, but on the bottom right you can see his head fell off. It's Rinko's yeah. got this, mm. this look on his face. He, he's he got that, like, perpetual grin, kind of like uh, Shosa a little bit. Um... So moving forward, we have the uh, the Hishin unit strength competition. Uh, <laughs> and Danyu obviously beats Seki. Ryusen obviously beats Kyogai. Uh, Danyu beats Chutetsu. Um, but because Danyu beat Chutetsu, he was able to... Uh, he lost to Ryusen because he was tired from his match. I like Ryusen's fucking face on the last page here. Like, look at his face. <laughs> he looks so evil. <laughs> when it's like up on his forehead, like SpongeBob catching Squidward. Yeah, his yeah, face, yeah. Patties. His face and neck looks like a cock. Looks like a thick, meaty penis. Kind of does. Kind of does, right? Kind of does. I could see that now that you're bringing it up. Mm, it definitely does. <laughs> Which makes sense, because that guy fucks. He's got like six kids. That's true. I was wondering, was this a callback when he when he beats him and he says, "I'm now, uh, I'm ten times as strong as you." Isn't there like when we first meet this guy, he's like, "I'm not two times as strong as you. I'm three times as strong as you, or whatever." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, you're totally right. <laughs> um. So this is the next chapter. Is the start of a new volume. Yeah, I was surprised by Moten's red hair. Or brown. Or... I think it's brown. I don't know. Yeah, that looks brown to me. Brownish, reddish. Yeah. It's a really nice panel, a colored panel of Akuro. Yeah, it's dope, yeah. right? Old yeah. white beard. Uh, I, I didn't expect his armor to be like pure white like this, you know? Yeah, I, yeah like, I like I, it. I actually like it with the blue. Looks really nice. Yeah, I was picturing it as kind of like a like a bronzish color. <clears throat> um, 
So I also really like the shot of Rinko on page seven uh, with his dual sword standing there like that. Yeah. Now he reminds me of actually the happy mask salesman from Majora's Mask. Hmm. Yeah, I could see you know that. About? I could see that. That perpetual grin on his face. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this chapter starts off. Uh, they realize Kakubi's dead. Um, so and they, you know, they know that there's an assassin somewhere, but it's not just Kakubi that's been sh- that's been killed. Like there's a bunch of other other thousand assassinated. Um. Page 10 is a really awesome page because it starts off with this guy getting his face slashed off. Um, and you get to see Rinko actually open his... Oh, no, actually. His, the reflection in his eyes that it's Rinko. But <clears throat> I like how he's as cool as a cucumber. He's reading the list. He's like, uh, hmm. Next is... Hmm. Oh, was that Bakoku? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's pretty funny. Um, but basically, you know, one of the dudes with Rinko's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. It's kind of, it's starting to get stirred up, and Rinko's like, all right, just one or two more guys, and we'll... Getting dicey in here. So, even though they closed the gates and everything, they still managed to get out of there. Um, uh, but Moten's talking to, uh... General Reagan. Yeah, General Ragan. <laughs> General Reagan. General Reagan. This guy is actually a super important character. Oh yeah, as we're all he's... about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, isn't it weird that this shit's happening? Like, uh, doesn't it kind of seem like some way, guys, like setting up for?" A battlefield up ahead. And Reagan's like, I'm I'm General Reagan. Trickle down economics. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> California. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going with that. Um. So yeah. Um. They, you know. They obviously make the connection. Like, all these thousand-man commanders are going to be hot and hard to replace. We can't lose to a general, like... Like, we can't afford to lose Reagan as well. So, like, when they're moving forward, the security is, like, really strict. Um, And it's like, oh, it's impossible for assassins to actually go through and kill a bunch of dudes, right? With security like this. Fucking wrong. wrong. Fucking wrong is right. <laughs> um, get another shot back in the Way Capital, and Rempa's kind of, you know, talking to the Way King, but he's also kind of giving him some lip. Like he's being a little bit of a douchebag to the to the king, because the king rightfully is like, huh, he went out there with only three hundred dudes. Like, what's up with that? And he's just like, huh? You think you fucking think? Could you be that you're claiming that my Rempa's flying spear is too frail? And it's like, dude, you're speaking to yourself in the third person, man. <laughs> stop being such a stop being such a douchebag. Um and you know, we get a little bit of more of his backstory. 
where um, Rempa fought against the Chin Six, and like the most particularly one that he that he enjoyed fighting against was Oki. Because um, he says he likes to get naked and throw his body at him. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Says <laughs> um, it right here. To take his, to take his head felt like you were throwing your naked body against <laughs> that metal barrier. I took that as I like to strip naked and throw my body at okay. I like to get bare naked and hang out with a bunch of dudes. I like to get bare ass naked and ride my horse without a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's shown you know he he got naked and threw himself against oki um and he actually was able to wound oki a few times um i'm trying to think like if we were to look back where would we be able to see like that scar on oki's arm or not uh Oh, Evan, that's a, that's a good question. Want me to investigate real quick while you guys carry on? Sure. Sure, Jesse. Go for it, Jesse. Putting my detective cap on. Dude, you gotta stop with the detective cap. It's really fucking yeah. dirty. You haven't watched it in fucking years. Well, I've had it a long time. I sleep in it. No. Oh. Gotta, like, clean that shit, you know? <laughs> I also like at the bottom of page uh, 21, where he, when he's telling the story, the way King's like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if Rinko says 300's good, then 300's good. And no one's able to stop him. And we get shoot back and... Surprise, surprise, he's killing General Reagan, too. Oh, my God, General Reagan. God damn it, Ronald. Why didn't he take out his ray gun? Um, and as he's making his escape, he runs smack into the Heshin unit. Um, and they're like, oh, there's the, there are the guys that killed the general. Like, we gotta stop him, but apparently... His aura is just too much for the Heshin unit, and most of them are like, "Oh my God, there's a giant tiger aura <laughs> coming down <laughs> towards us." That's a really cool uh, shot, though. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. thought that was the coolest page in Kingdom so far, personally. So really, mm-hmm. it's really that was cool. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's up um, there for sure. Yeah, it's definitely dope as hell. Um, Look at how awkward the horse looks, though. Like, <laughs> like drawn from the front. Yeah, like it's, that. It's a bit awkward. But you, you um, get distracted by the giant <laughs> flaming tiger thing. For sure. <laughs> but the only one that's not like taken aback by this is Shin. He goes to uh, attack him, as per usual. Hey, update on the Oki arm scar. Uh-huh. There's a scar there, I suppose. There's also a lot of other scars on, on his arms. So that's mm. so <laughs> hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I'm just going to assume that's canon then. That's it. That's the one. 
so yeah, um, he gets picked up by uh, what's his face, Rinko, um, and they have this like uh, this little duel atop the horse for a second there. Um, and Rinko's like, "Oh man, you were you were unfazed by my killing intent." <laughs> um, I used my hockey, and it didn't affect you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Shin tells him his name, and he's like, "Oh, you're not on the list here, so that's uh, okay. Then you're not. I don't have to kill you. Then that's good. See you later, buddy." And Shin's like, "Were you the fucking dude that killed Kagubi?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that was me." And he immediately just like fucking goes to kill him, but. Rinko like blocks it, saying, "Hey, it's been a while since I felt this sort of weight, you know." Which is weird because Shin's so light, it seems, because he can jump around all over the place like a. But I, I'm digressing. Um, stabs Shin or slashes Shin in the chest, um, and he recognized that Shin's given off this air of a general. <gasps> so once he recognizes that, like. He he knows that he's got to kill Shin. Before he can do that, the Hishin unit finally snapped out. Went to go uh, bust him out. So Shin's like, how the fuck can an assassin like you be like a 300-man commander? And he's like, I'm, I'm a fucking general, you big dumb asshole. I'm a fully-fledged <laughs> general. And I'm 30 years old. Yeah. In his 30s. He's probably 39. Damn, dude. That's gross. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 39 is a gross age. Sorry, just, yeah. say, just say you're 40. Yeah, anybody who's 39 <laughs> that listens to us, sorry, but you're 40 now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, so, all right. Basically, this chapter ends with him running away, and uh, that's basically it. That's basically it for this chapter. Um, at the end, Rempa's stalking, and he's like, oh, yeah, why, uh, you've abstained from the battlefield for the past three years, but now you've returned. Um, and he's saying, like, oh, I was goaded by Oki of Chin Six into coming back to the battlefield. And that's where the chapter ends, and the next chapter starts off. Um, with a little bit of an explanation, uh, where one of his four heavenly kings like is asking him, "Are you doing this now? Um, did you see her letter from Oki?" And he's like, "Nah, he came right up to me." And we get this awesome shot on page four of Oki, To, Rokuomi, and the rest of of the crew. Rokuomi. Mm. Uh, and then Renpa's boys. Um, all these bald motherfuckers are look really weird to me. Uh, they got all these. All they ha- all have like the same like monk, Shaolin temple monk. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. The one guy has like hearts on him, all over the place. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. yeah I didn't that, notice that like until main, just now. That's his main boy too, I think. Yeah, it is. He um, loves him. He does love him. That's his main boy. Um, well, I think Rinko's his main boy, but of the bald guy. Yeah, like, that guy has a name and is, like, an actual, like, lieutenant. 
He's like one of the four heavenly Baldy. Baldies of uh, <laughs> Yeah. So so he goes up to Oki and he's like, time and time again, you've always made my body go numb just by seeing you. I can't wait to throw my naked body at you. <laughs> Let me throw my naked body at your steel wall, buddy. Um, and Oki is like, yeah, it's pretty bullshit. He recognizes, like, yeah, it's pretty bullshit that what happened with you and Zhao. It's pretty regrettable. Um, and they basically, they, they drink for 10 days and 10 nights together. Um, and this is, it's revealed, like, this is where he was going when he showed up at the Battle of Dakon Plains, where he showed up between the battle between Goke and, and Dukyo. Which is pretty cool because it's not something you really think about because, you know, they were saying like, oh, yeah, we're taking a little walk. Right. You remember? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. <laughs> I remember. It's also revealed that Renpa cries when he's drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. Not really, but I'm also a drunk crier, personally. I've done it a few times. I do it all the time. I just drink and then I cry and then I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up and do it all again. So, uh, these fucking guys that are a part of the way court are like, they're like, is it incomprehensible that two commanders capable of moving hundreds of thousands of soldiers would sit in the same room and share a drink? And they're like, no, even though it totally is. <laughs> and Rempa m- mentions like, you know, he get, he got really sad when Hawk. He killed himself, and when Kyo was slain by some nameless dude, he was really fucking pissed off. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but basically what happened was, o- according to Oki, two vice generals serving under Mogo are both crazy, ridiculously powerful. Uh, and Rinko shows up to one of their camps, and he's like, looks at it, and he's just like, nope. <laughs> he just nopes. <laughs> <laughs> It basically, it looks like it's full of a bunch of openings, but it's definitely bait, you know? Uh, Q, Mad Max, ah, that's bait, you know? <laughs> uh, this is definitely Osin's camp, right? No, this is Kanki's camp. Oh. Is this? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, because he shows up in the next page. What? Uh, what? What? I'm looking at page 13. Now I'm looking at page 14. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> page you mean the 15. Next, next page? Yeah, dude. Say it right then. God damn it. Vice but, General Cocky. Yeah, this is the first time we see him, too. He's, pretty, he's a pretty important character. Eh, yeah, he's he, all right. He's young yet endowed. So that means he's got a pretty thick penis. That's what that does mean, though, right? Endowed, well endowed, well yes. Endowed means like, yeah. When someone says you're well endowed, that generally means well, you're packing, right? You're packing some serious C and Bs in there. Nice. And somehow, I'm guessing they imply too on the next page that Conky recognized that they were they were there the whole time. Because they're like, "What's the matter, General?" And he's like, "It's nothing." Um, so back to the main army Um, 
Shin and Moten are talking. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Shin's telling him how he's just like, oh yeah, I ran into some geezer kid the other day. Kept going yeah. about some crap with the heaven. <laughs> that, that honestly made me crack up. For like I like I would stop laughing and then think about the phrase geezer kid and then I would laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good insult, dude. <laughs> geezer kid. What the fuck? Um So Moten's making the point like, yeah, Renpa is a former general of Zhao. He doesn't have the way King's trust, so he's been waiting around for three years. But what if what would happen if like he were to show up all of a sudden in as part of this battle and some off-screen characters are like, as usual, your intuition is the only part of you that's matured. And it turns out to be Mobu. Mobu? Mobu. This is the first time we've seen him in a while. You said that so sweetly, Adam. (laughs) This is the first time we've seen this character. Never seen you this said character that, before. You said that so sweetly, Adam. What do you Mo-boo. mean? <laughs> <laughs> Little guy. Aw, Mobu. Little Mobu. Aw, So cute. Look how big his neck is. <laughs> I like how Moten's just completely turned around like, uh, like he's... <laughs> he's also <laughs> laughing about the Mobu thing. Um, so at the next chapter, he's like, oh, if it isn't my esteemed father, it's been too long. And Shin, for some reason, is just making the connection, even though they have the same last name. And he's also a noble. That's a warrior. Even though they don't look anything alike, it's like, come on, really? Um, and Mobu's like, what happened to fucking Oki's glaive? He's like, that's too heavy for me right now. But Mobu's like, if you're not going to use it, then give it to me, dude. It's like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to. Like, hell, I'm going to give that to you. Um, But yeah, Mobu's here to pass on a message to Guru. Uh, We're basically, you know, Rempa's appearing as an enemy general. He does say that. Where it's, it's pretty important, and... But Hakuro's taking it in stride. He's like, eh, it's okay. It's not something outside of our predictions. Like, we realized this was coming. And he's like, thanks for coming all the way to tell us of this, son. Um, Hakuro's such a good guy. He's, he's like, so composed and everything. He walks away. He's like, eh, seems the War Council will run for a while. I'm going to go get some liquor. Um, and as he's walking away, he's just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but... Good on him for uh, not showing, you know, his uh, his fears or anything like that in front of all the other guys. Um, and it's revealed, you know, that throughout the years, um, Mogo and Brempa fought each other a bunch of times, and Mogo wasn't able to beat him, like, ever, period, even when they were, like, 100, 300, and 1,000 man squad like commanders. Um, they haven't fought in years because they were originally from Chi and they went to Chin. But, uh, and they haven't fought against each other since then. But he's always been like this un- insurmountable wall that he was unable to to ever overcome. 
Renpa is the wall. Now I get it from the first chapter with the wall. Now I get it. The what? I'm sorry, I don't follow. Remember in the the early chapter, the wall was the greatest enemy of all time? Now Now it's Renpa Renpa who's the wall. Mm. I thought you were mentioning the iron wall that you'd throw yourself naked at. (laughs) That's a different thing. That's a different wall. Um, so I guess when Mogo's kind of freaking out, he he dresses up as a common soldier and goes about and hangs out with all the uh, the foot soldiers and stuff. And he's like laying in the field and thinking to himself when he gets stepped on by Shin. <laughs> yeah, which is such a ridiculous fucking moment. Another LLOL moment for me. They they actually uh, ripped this off of Undercover Boss. <laughs> oh, man. Also, I originally, uh, one of the ideas I had, but this would have taken so fucking long and I did not have time to do it this morning, uh, was I was going to make it so that Shin steps on a dunce cap. Oh, nice. Instead, <laughs> I thought that would be pretty funny. That it would be pretty good. Um, I like what we got going on now, though. I mean, I haven't seen it, but page, <laughs> I really like the, the picture we're good. using this time. I haven't seen it, but I really, really enjoy it. I like the original picture. Original so that's pictures. enough. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. All if right. he even used that <clears throat> one. <clears throat> so, um, fucking Shin and this old time geezer are speaking. And Haguro makes the point. He's like, back in my days, there's a guy I fought against that I could never beat. And now that we're all super old, we got to fight again. And he's worried about it. And he's and Shin's just like, why are you worrying, dude? Like, this sounds awesome. Like, isn't this your chance to make a comeback? And all he's got to do is just win this next fight and keep running away. And then, then, you're, then you win. <laughs> Which is a, such a good point and such a good Shin moment. Um, and that really uh, lifts old Mogo spirits. Uh, yeah, I, more... full, full, full. I really enjoyed this chapter. Um, the next morning, there's a uh, there's a what's it called? Like an assembly of all the troops, um, and they make the point like there's a bunch of a thousand man commanders, and also the general died, so we need new a thousand man commanders. So obviously, the the they're gonna you know make two of them to, uh, you know, promote. And obviously those are going to be Moten and, and Ohan of the Gokuho and Gakuka. Uh, yeah, I kind of saw that coming, right? Yeah, it's pretty obvious that was going to happen. And Shin's all pissed off about that. Like, he's all sad about it for obvious reasons. Um, but before they can dismiss everything... Mogo. Mogo. Yeah. Hold. <laughs> he says, Shin of the He Shin Unit, come forward. Fuh, 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 fuh. Why do you think and he said he fuh, 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 so much? Why do you think he said that? I don't know. Fuh. Fuh, fuh, But um, Shin realizes that he's the, he's the same old guy from last night. Um, which is kind of weird. Like you would think that he would have seen him before, 
But anyway, um, he tells Shin that like he's gonna he's gonna promote him to a thousand man commander as well, on the condition that he brings back either three thousand man commanders heads or one general. Um, and if he's not, then he's gonna get uh, demoted three ranks and start over from a five man unit. And Shin obviously takes the challenge. Like, of course he's gonna take the challenge. Right. Like, um, of course he is. Which, yeah, on page um, 15, it's another one of those uh, <laughs> moments where <laughs> cheering and crying for Shin. Which yeah, I love. That, that's right after that Shin says that he's going to take the head of Renpa. Mm-hmm. Think he's going to do it? Jesse? Mm, I think he's going to do it. No, I don't know. Is it too obvious? I don't know. I think they could do it. I feel like there's some obvious shit after all of that. Yeah, a little bit. Like after reading, after all the events that had happened, and then they're like, all right, if you want to stay a 1,000-man commander, you either got to kill three 1,000-man commanders or a general. And I'm just like, well, this is like... Hmm. I feel like it's pretty. It was pretty obvious what's going to happen. I won't say it because Jesse doesn't know. But I feel like when I first read it, I was like, "All right, well, kind of know who's gonna die now." Adam, feed your cat. It's not. <laughs> uh, he's not crying for food. He's crying for attention. I get it. I get it. Um. So next chapter, page two is awesome. Shin standing before all a thousand of his dudes. Pretty fucking awesome. Um, they're split between the original Heishin unit in the center, and then they're surrounded by a bunch of other guys. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I want to try to explain this. You, you know how you can like clearly picture out the, like the original unit, mm-hmm. like they're like a lighter color. Yeah, you know, you know how like in a cartoon, like a bookshelf will be like all one color book or whatever, but then the one that they take out is like a little bit of a different color. Yeah, but that's yeah. what that reminds me. Of. <laughs> it's it's like uh, I think it's called cell animation, right? Like, right. Like specifically like Scooby Doo and older shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the fellows that have joined the Heishin unit, um, the 700 to bolster the Heishin unit, are the ex-members of the Kakabu, um, which is, includes a lot of horsemen. Um, and this lieutenant, um, what's his name again? So Sui? So Sui? So Sui. So Sui, yeah, right. Um, he's saying like, oh yeah, we uh, Kakabu always talked about you guys in high regards, you know? But even though we're part of you guys now, can we uh, can we still fight like in his name? And, and Shin's like, dude, of course. Um, and he has this rousing speech, where really gets them all pumped up, and proclaims his uh, his his target's going to be Renpa. Um, and is this Kyokai covering her ears in the bottom right of page I think so. uh, seven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Do you blame her? It's probably really loud. Yeah, I mean, it's a thousand dudes going... <laughs> Go, <"Ola!" laughs> um, Page nine. 
we get Shin going, yo, Thousand Man Commander Moten, which is like they do this to each other all the time. Like they, they like throughout the series, they'll like greet each other with "Yo, your current rank, Moten" or whatever. And I think this is the first instance of that. Yeah, um, these couple of pages were cracking me up. Yeah, they were funny. Yeah. Um. So Shin gets a horse, which is cool. Kakubi's um, horse. Yeah, Kakubi's horse. Um, and which then Ohan cool. shows up. Ohan shows up, and they're they're trying. They try to do the ooh, the yo, thousand man commander Ohan, but he isn't having any of it. <laughs> I feel like right here is like where we really start to see Ohan like become more cool mm. and less of just like being a dick. Yeah, because like, I mean, I feel like it's more because Muten's there. I feel like he wouldn't just like. Maybe right up to Shin, but like, you know, like, you know, mingling at the very least, kind of being a dick, yeah. but, you know, he's mingling. He, he's coming around, kind of. Right. Um, And he actually makes the point to Shin where it's like a thousand man units, an entity that makes, that can like, you know, affect the battlefield as a whole. And he's being a bit of an uptight, but, but, um, and he asked Mo- Shin asked Moten like, "Why is he always serious like that?" Um, and Moten explains like he's basically in the shadow of his exceedingly capable dad. Um, and it shoots over to um, the siege of a, a city called Sanbi, and we get to see Heki, Commander Hecky. fucking Heki, Heki boy, who's yes. also a thousand man commander. Now the same rank as Shin. Kind of embarrassing, Heki. What are you doing? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But he's thinking, like, how the fuck? We didn't even have to fight. He's like, Mogo's army is taking three cities. Kanki's army is taking five cities. But this army is just taking eight full fucking cities. And he's like, what, two months? And he's wondering, like, why is this man not famous at all? They're like, who is this, this Vice General Osen? And we get to see him for the first time on page 15. And on um, page 16, he takes his helmet off and reveals the rat that controls him by his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Osen is one of the better characters, um, one of the more capable generals, and his design is one of the coolest in the entire series. For sure. His, his armor is dope as fuck. Yeah, I would like legitimately like to just get him tattooed on me with his fucking awesome armor. Hmm. I agree, honestly. I could see that as being a really cool piece. Yeah. Got really cool headpiece, and even his chest armor is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving forward, um, they, conquered, they conquered 16 cities in total, and we get to see um, Riboku in this chapter. Um, I like how Kaine is looking at him all blushy and shit. <laughs> Um, and he's like, this isn't good. Like, they're actually fucking doing it. <laughs> I'm just like, duh, dude. Like, you, you knew this was going to happen. Like, the entire point of having the alliance with them was so that this shit would happen. But I guess he didn't realize, you know, uh, that they would actually be able to do it. But he makes the point that, like, they're not going to be able to completely go th- 
through with everything because they've got Rempai. Um, and he makes the point that even even he won't be able to beat Rempai, which is like pretty crazy because he killed Oki. So I guess that means that Rempai was just more more powerful than Oki was. Uh, I don't know. It probably at least equals. Yeah, that's what they're implying, you know. Yeah, Oki's pretty ridiculous, but Rempa was also a, you know, a three great heavens, so. Yeah. Definitely, um, definitely stood shoulder to shoulder. Eye to eye. Uh, scrunch nose to scrunch nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next chapter starts off. Rempa arrives at the battle, um, but he didn't deploy his forces where he wanted to because Osen already deployed his forces where he wanted to. On page three, we get them staring at each other across thousands, or rather, hundreds of miles, <laughs> I guess. Uh, another example of people just being able to, generals being able to tell exactly where other generals are. I like this part on page uh, five with Chutetsu trying to hold up the map for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> while riding backwards on the horse. Yeah, yeah, That's it's so hilarious. funny. They're fucking yelling at him. They're like, go to the left. No, not your left, our left. Yeah. Um, but then um, Kyokai's, like, making up strategies and shit, and... and uh, Kakubi is like, where did you learn how to do tactics? And she's just like, I just kind of thought of it right now. <laughs> Not Kakubi. Um, yeah, so sweet. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Not My okay, bad. Evan. You're fucking fired, Evan. Um, so, um, at the bottom of this page, uh, Shin calls Kyokai he as well, still. Yeah, only like five times. Yeah. Yeah, but he knows, right? Like he's aware yeah. at this point. I, he's maybe, aware. Maybe he's just saying it in front of the other guys, right? Maybe. I don't. Yeah, I, I think like that's he, what it is. I feel like they all know. Maybe not like all one thousand of them, but like the the Heishin, the original group. I feel like they all know at this point, right? Um, I don't mm. know because at the end of this chapter, I think, right, or is it the next chapter? But like, she takes her headband off around him, and he's like. Oh, you are like cute after all. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if he. I don't even know if he even knows. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, I think Shin definitely knows. I think Denyu knows because he carried her, and he like felt her titties. I guess. <laughs> um. Jesus. <laughs> do you remember that? Like when she was all wounded? Yeah, and, yeah like, I remember exhausted. the the few panels where you know Den Den Day or. Then you is touching <laughs> her while she was unconscious. I remember those. Yeah, panels. and there's like a there's like a specifically a, like a panel where he's looking down at her, and he's got like a you know like an ellipses in a in a thought bubble. So like I took that as like he he realized you know like right. that she ain't bees. And, and his nose started bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyoka's like, oh Shin, we got I got, I got later we got to talk about just the you and I. And it goes back to Kanyo, and I fucking love this full page shot of Rio Fui on page nine. Just <laughs> his fucking face is amazing. 
so basically they're talking, you know, like Shohei Kuhn's saying, like, we can't send them any reinforcements. Uh, we already sent word about Rempot and Mogu, and that has to be enough. Um, because if they send reinforcements, then Chu's going to attack them. And if we send more people to fight against Chu, then Waze is going to come back and take back Sanyo. Um, Shobun-kun says that Mogu basically can't win if they're fighting on the same terms, you know? Right. Also, real quick, I want to make the point where they say on page 10, there, it's like, were Chu to actually muster an attack, it would be assuredly be a gigantic army numbering 20 or 30,000 strong. Meanwhile, in the next page, Shobunkun says, Going by reports, Mogu is equally matched with Rempa as far as their troops go. Both sides field 140,000 men. So 20 to 30,000 men is a, a gigantic army? Is that like a typo or something? Do they mean like 200 or 300,000 strong or something like that? Because that sounds like bullshit. Like, I'm trying to see you where can't... you're seeing the original 20,000. See that. On page 10. Page 10. He says, were Chu to actually muster an attack, it would surely be a gigantic number, army numbering 20 or 30,000 strong. And that's like the smallest army we've seen so far, you know? Even the first arc, I think, had more dudes yeah, in it. Yeah, that's gotta be a typo. Yeah. I probably feel... like 200 or 300,000. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. I feel like if it was typed out in the numbers... And they were just missing a zero. That would be a more likely typo. But since it's literally written out as twenty or thirty thousand, that seems like a big mistranslation. No. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Yeah, because like I'm assuming that's the case. Gigantic army of twenty or thirty thousand against an ar- Choto, Dokyo, Dukyo, uh, and Mobu. Like they wouldn't have three of those generals controlling twenty or thirty thousand people. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's not that big of a deal at the end. At the end of the day. Oh, you made it a big deal. Now it is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. This is fucking serious as shit. I'm going to lose sleep tonight. For sure. But anyway. Anyway. Um. So, back at Rempa's HQ... They uh they're facing off against Conky, but Conky is uh posted up like way too far away, like a strategist would. Um and they say like, you know, Mogu's army's on the way and the battle's gonna begin uh what's it called? After tomorrow. Um Shin and Kyokai have this uh conversation where like she's basically telling him that like she's gotta she put off her quest to get revenge for long enough and that after this is when that she's going to have to leave the Heishin unit for a while. Mm. She doesn't know how long it's going to take, but eventually she'll return and that she'll be able to move forward with all of you guys. And yeah, this is where I guess, uh, yeah, this is where we should probably end for today just because we've, uh, We've gone pretty far, and I think it's a good ending point anyway. Um, I like the shot of Kyokai at the end there. Um, first off, on, on page 17, and then also on page oh. 19, with them looking out onto into the sky. Mm. Yeah. Um, pretty dope. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it says that. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. Uh, yeah. So, should we explain <laughs> that we're not going to be here? No, don't don't say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what with the holidays and everything coming around, and we're all going to be pretty busy, so we might have to be taking a little bit of a break between our series. Um, but hopefully, we can get something in. I would like to, but if we can't. We can't, you know. I'm not holding out too much hope for it. Hmm. Well, I think um, the I think the big thing, not even just the holidays, just that Adam is gonna not be at his house. So, yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. I'll be home for the holidays. He hmm. he does the he does the video work and all that for us. So, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm the video guy. You know, I'm the one here mixing, matching, cropping, and editing and all the See, I don't even know I don't, I don't even know what those words mean so. <laughs> all the uh hard work that you see don't see behind the scenes and also the ones that you do see in front of the scenes it's literally the only thing I do I just change <laughs> the scene <laughs> so I mean so yeah like we said might have a bit of a break doing this. Right. But I, we'll be back eventually. If we don't put out an episode between now and like January 5th, there'll be an episode shortly after that. For sure. Because I want to, I want to, you know, get one done as soon as possible. I'm right. sure after, after we have our break, I'll be itching to do one. So. Right. But we'll be coming back with Dragon Ball, I think. Right, Jesse? Yep. Yeah. And then we'll be going to Dunce Peace and then back to King Dummies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right, everybody. On that note, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great one. As always, this has been King Dummies. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a good one and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Thank you. <laughs>